I'm Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud, a podcast where I share thoughts and TV commentary on shows I like to watch. Now, before I start, I want to ask that you go ahead and like, follow, share, and subscribe. And on YouTube, where I upload my companion episode of my podcast, be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell. This way you can get a notification every time I post a new episode and you won't miss out. It doesn't cost you anything to follow and subscribe. So go ahead, subscribe, hit the bell, and thank you in advance. Hi, so welcome. Welcome back. And I thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. All right, so let's catch up on the live feeds. Um, We're talking the power of veto, specifically after Moose won the power of veto, and then Kyle's next move during his reign as HOH. And, And this reign is confusing all of the house guests. Well, all except Marty, Gino, and Kyle, right? Um, like I mentioned, Kyle is still the HOH and man, we're only halfway through his HOH. And honestly, I just want it to end. I'm ready for his reign to be over. I'm ready for him to be dethroned. I'm exhausted. All right. Uh, not to torture you, but I wanted to remind us all that Kyle, his first approach was going after Steph and was going to put both Steph and Betty on the block, Steph being the target. Then he changed his mind and he went to Steph and Moose and actually nominated the two of them with Moose being the target. After the power of veto was played, Moose won, which messed up Kyle's plan, and he went back to wanting to put Betty on the block. But he couldn't really do that. He couldn't really do that because he now wanted to save Steph. (laughs) He he put Steph on the block, but now he wants to save her. Okay. Marty got a hold of him. um, And Kyle, again, changed his mind, not only on the nomination, but he developed a new target. And yes, at the power of veto ceremony, and this is a spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh, Moose used the power of veto on himself, pulling himself off of the block. And Kyle nominated Dr. Josh. (laughs) yep and let me say the the optics the optics of this nomination they they do not look good for Kyle um it it just doesn't and he'll have to endure the scrutiny that comes along with that when he leaves the house um I think both he and Marty will have to just endure the scrutiny that comes along with this or you know okay uh by the way Josh wasn't targeting Kyle right if we want to go back to the gameplay itself Josh wasn't targeting Kyle at all. Now, could Marty have been in trouble as it pertains to Josh? Perhaps. Um, But Kyle is making decisions that are not good for his personal game. And let's remember, Kyle was in two alliances. He has now nominated Steph, who was in that one alliance with him, and has nominated now both Moose and Josh, who was in the other alliance with him, the Savage Seven which Kyle says it's cracked, like the Savage Seven is cracked. And that's because you cracked it, Kyle, (laughs) with this disastrous HOH. Um, Kyle, you cracked the Savage Seven. And I believe that was a real alliance and that was the biggest alliance of the house. And he just voluntarily cracked it. Um, He's targeting people from his own alliances. And, And think about it, alliances are formed to help you get further in the game. We're in week three, and he not only blew one, but two, he blew up two alliances um, 
who would have helped him get further in the game. Even with his loyalty to to his top two dudes, Gino and Marty, um, you still need votes elsewhere, right? And he had those votes in those other two alliances. So I don't know what he's doing. A lot of people are saying they don't know what he's doing. I don't see any... I just don't see this move at all, but it, it, it's happened. Uh, Josh is on the block now against Steph. Um, oh, and I wanted to say, I think this HOH has jeopardized Kyle's game, his longevity in the game, I think. I personally think um, he's not going to last too much longer in this game. Um, and with any of this, I could be wrong, you know? <laughs> all right. Uh, And can I say, I am tired of hearing hearing Kyle and Marty talk about how strong of a player they are. They keep boosting each other's ego. You know, they're strong players. Him, Gino, and Kyle. Marty, Gino, and Kyle. They always talk about how strong of a player, uh, how, how they are strong players, right? And I keep saying this is such a long game. And the arrogance and the ego of those guys just declaring they are the strongest players in the game. It's just annoying. (laughs) It's so annoying. It's part of Big Brother. It annoys me every season when I see this. Um, So I'm just saying it out loud. Um, And I do have to say this as well. There may be validity to what they're saying if the others don't begin to win something right but my overall point is that this is a long game twists are coming and it takes a lot of nerve to just call the game this early it's ego simply ego in my opinion all right with Kyle saying he feels bad like when he was talking to Josh he says he feels so bad he has to throw up he couldn't poop because his stomach was in knots I think that's all a lie Um, and if it's not a lie is it's because all of this is happening with his stomach and everything It's because he knows this is bullshit. It's bull. He knows it's not what he's doing is not benefiting his game. It's just so unbelievable to me. Um, and I hope, and I'm sending vibes and energy to the house that they blindside Kyle and keep Josh. I really hope this happens. It'll not only be exciting for the game, but it, it I don't know. I just, I, the underdogs, right? I just want Kyle to be blindsided. The way he's operated in the, f- what, four days now he's been HOH, it's just sickening to me. I can't stand it. I can't. Oh, uh. Um, in Kyle's calculation, he claims to have the votes to make this happen, to make Josh go home, Josh go home. And he thinks he has Herman's vote. And am I wrong to think that Herman is not a lock for him? Uh, then again, Herman's flirtmance and then the bromance, I don't know. Do you think Herman will vote Steph out? Hmm. I think... I don't know. I just feel like I think Herman would vote to keep Josh opposed to voting out Steph, if that makes sense, right? He he would vote to keep Josh, but not necessarily vote to get out Steph, right? I think he can keep the gameplay separate. Like, I think he's a smart guy. He's level-headed. He's logical. 
I'm I'm thinking that's what I see. That's what I feel. But we'll have to see. Right. Uh, One more thing. And if you have you have to tell me what you think about this, this move, this big move that Kyle is claiming it is and what he's doing, it will only matter if Kyle makes the final two seats. Right. If he places anywhere else in the game, it doesn't matter. This move is it's moot. It doesn't matter at all. And quite honestly, this move is Marty's doing. (laughs) And when Marty was talking to Josh later on after the nominations, he actually told Josh this. He says, listen, I went up and talked to Kyle. (laughs) And after that, you're on the block. And and quite frankly, he was telling him, you're the reason why you're on the block. And I'm like, listen to Marty. (laughs) Oh, my God. Marty is quite the character, right? Um. But going back to Kyle, will this move, this quote unquote big move mean anything if he doesn't uh, place in the final two seats? I think it doesn't. Right. And we're only in week three. There's a lot of game to play. So he were he was in two alliances. He had the votes, you know, because you need votes in the game. Right. And he was in two alliances. You can have your top two people. There's nothing wrong with that, but you have to have numbers. And he just blew up two alliances that gave him numbers. So I don't know. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's all I want to say. All right. Uh, before the power of veto, Kyle is speaking to Helena, asking for her vote if he puts up Josh. This is before that they had that power of veto ceremony. Um, he was enticing Helena with joining the alliance as a fifth person with him, Marty, Gino, and Herman. I think this is crazy for her to even consider. Uh, she'd be coming into an alliance as a fifth person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she would be at the bottom of the totem pole, right? And based on his reasoning, talking about strong players and all of that, what has Helena displayed to him for her to be considered a strong player? They've never said that to her before, I don't believe. Um, but what has she won, Right. I thought how they measured like strong players were they they're comp beast they're winning right that's why they're targeting Josh or Marty's targeting Josh right every every game they played he's right there he's almost winning but he hasn't won and then on the flip side they say Betty can't win anything she's a horrible player she's coming last every time she plays something she's not a threat and they keep throwing wanting throwing out her name for her to be up on the block every time right so they obvi- obviously they place, uh, they measure what makes a strong player by their comps. And, and what has Helena shown? What comp has she won? Somebody fill me in. <laughs> All right. And, and not only that, I wanted to say, um, do you think Helena sees this, right? When he, t- when he had the gall to say, yeah, we, we need a fifth person. And we talked about it and thought that you would be the fifth. This doesn't even sound right. And I believe Helena to be a smart woman. <laughs> and I she has to see this. Or, you know, she was just putting on her makeup too, just powdering her face. And <laughs> and I'm like, she has to hear this and she has to see through this. It's not just a viewer thing, right? Sometimes as viewers, we look at this and, and say, why can't they see this? Or, you know, because we we're watching the game from every angle, right? Outside of the house. But in that moment, she had to have seen this. He just said, 
we were talking, meaning Kyle, Marty, Gino, and Herman were talking, and they said they needed a fifth person, and she was the person they wanted to choose. <laughs> like, that's not going to convince me. That, that That's so foolish, and I can't believe he was just, he had the nerve to just do this, thinking that that was going to persuade her to vote the way he wanted her to vote, you know, in getting Josh out. It's just... <laughs> I don't know if, I, I, I don't know. I just don't. I'm just making comments. That's all. All right. Uh, Betty confronting Kevin. Okay, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Uh, personally, I felt that this was a necessary thing for Betty to do. Kevin was going around the house telling everyone um, that Betty was yelling at him. And I think that was a microaggression. And I know some people are saying, oh, you're always making it about what? This was a microaggression. This is exactly what Frenchie did when he said Kylan yelled at him and he didn't. Him saying that Betty yelled at him is a microaggression. Kevin even admitted that she didn't yell at him, but he said he felt like she did. And that's just wrong. And what do you mean she felt like you felt like she yelled? (laughs) What's a better example of yelling at someone is what Steph did in that HOH room when she reacted to being told she was going on the block. And then how she yelled at Moose. That's yelling. That's what yelling looks like. Betty didn't do that and hasn't done that. And she's very conscious of that too, right? And I just feel Betty on this one. I really feel her on this one. And mind you, this wouldn't be a big deal had he not gone around the house telling everyone she yelled when she didn't. He's painting this picture of her being an angry black woman. And that's, I can relate to this so much. And that's why it ticks me off so much. Um... My entire adult life in corporate America, in the world period, if I've ever spoken up for myself or stood my ground, I have the burden of making sure I'm careful with my tone, my facial expressions, and things like that. I couldn't even go into a room and yell like Stephanie did and have that be seen as anything other than an angry black woman. And so when Betty wanted to confront Kevin on this, I was with her. I felt that I thought it was necessary. Um, and I didn't even see Betty, Betty yelling at him. Um, even as she, as when she confronted him, he raised his voice and she didn't. <laughs> he was getting annoyed because she was confronting him, saying, why are you telling people something that didn't happen? And, he, and she kept repeating herself you know, expecting an answer. You're target. You're tarnishing my name. You're making me look a certain way. We're on TV and you're telling people I'm doing something that didn't happen. Why are you doing this, Kevin? And he was getting frustrated and he started to raise his voice, but she was standing up for herself and I'm standing with her. Good for you, Betty. And I want to also mention this. I don't like how Harman told her, Betty, before she went to confront Kevin. I don't like the fact that Harman told her to to don't confront him all charged up. I, I didn't like the way that sounded. <laughs> and I didn't even like when Josh told her to leave it alone. No, she doesn't have to leave it alone. She shouldn't be made to feel that she has to leave it alone. You know? It made her look a certain way. She felt like that. She's conscious of, of, of the optics of this. And I don't blame her. And to me, as someone who's standing up for herself, I say good for her. All right. That's my piece on that. 
Uh, oh, no, that's not. I wanted to say one more thing. Now, she did tell Kevin, she meaning Betty, she did tell Kevin, I think a week ago, that she didn't want um, she didn't want to speak with him and to have a nice life, right? She's like, I don't want to speak with you. Have a nice life. Uh, she basically dismissed him, um, and he did antagonize her, saying, well, when you're ready to talk, <laughs> she said, I won't ever be ready to talk to you. I don't have anything to say to you. Um, I remember referencing it as her going off, but not in the literal sense. Um, it's a phrase that I use in my own community and that's how I speak, right? Kevin doesn't speak that way. And I guess the point I'm making is that when he goes around saying Betty yelled at me, what does he mean? Right? What does he mean? It's a microaggression. I don't like it. I'm glad she called. She confronted him. Um, and, and put him put him on blast, basically. Uh, and maybe Kevin did mean, oh, I was just, I meant that she was upset with me. Maybe that's what he meant. I guess, right? And maybe in any other life, I would consider that that is what he meant. But not in this case, because when she confronted him, he didn't say that. He admitted he felt like she yelled. And he shouldn't be going around the house saying, she yelled at me, she yelled at me. You're trying to paint her in this light. She's already viewed as a poor player in the game, <laughs> right? You know, and people are already making statements like, Betty's going to lose her mind because twice now Kyle has changed his mind saying that she was going to be put up on the block. He talked with her to let her know, and then he didn't follow through. It's just like, I want people to stop doing that. Well, people, I want, I don't want Kevin to do that again. And by the way, this, this conversation that they had, they did cut the feeds shortly after that. And since then, I've seen Kevin walking around and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Cause Marty asked him like, did everything end up okay after, you know, cause he would, I think Marty was out there and Tanisha was out there when Betty came to confront Kevin and Marty asked him about it, you know, saying, Hey, if you want to talk, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. So now he's, he, he doesn't want to talk about it. He's being quiet. He said he's, he just wants to stay quiet and that's it. So I'm glad she confronted him and that's my comments on it. All right, Marty and Josh are in the chess room or the game room. And Marty told Josh that after he talked with Kyle, the target changed to him and that he actually was the reason for him going on the block. I think I said that a little earlier. Um, and my thoughts again were, wow, Marty. <laughs> he is like, Marty's playing the game. I don't care for Marty, so I don't like it, but it, he is playing the game. <laughs> And uh, you got to give him credit for that. Okay. <sighs> All right. So Kyle putting uh, Josh on the block. Do we think this is benefiting Kyle or is it benefiting Marty or both? Is this a smart move? I think sometimes uh, the way Marty's going around the house now, um, going to uh, Josh telling him this stuff, like I'm the one who put you on the block, but I, I'm willing to work with you. That was the other part of it. He was, um, was open to working with Josh. If Josh found a way to stay in the game, he was open to working with him. And he said he wouldn't target Josh if he won HOH and hope he would reciprocate. <laughs> and, uh, Marty is something else. Um, but I'm thinking, do you think Marty is doing these things because he saw how disastrous Kyle was in his own HOH? <laughs> and maybe Marty is thinking, I need to get back up here, <laughs> talk to other people, try to get, you know, get feelers. Because my my um, 
one of my guys or the person I'm loyal to, you know, in, in the final three with has really blew up two of our alliances. <laughs> and now I just need help. Well, Marty was only in ever one and only in ever one alliance. But maybe Marty's seeing the writing on the wall like, what is Kyle doing? <laughs> Marty was um, upset all night. He said this all day yesterday or last night. And then again, he repeated it this morning and saying how upset he was with Kyle because Kyle was making decisions and not filling him in. And he said, if you ask anybody at the house, you know, it's Kyle, Gino and Marty, we're three and he's making decisions and he didn't know what was going on. And then he was upset because when he went into the HOH room to talk to Kyle, all the guys were up there and he's like, well, what is this? So Marty said, I'm just going to make sure I have a seat because I don't know. I didn't get invited to this. So <laughs> Marty is just, he was upset with Kyle and then Kyle was apologizing to him. Like, I know, I just thought Gino would tell you. It's just a nightmare. So maybe Marty is seeing all of this and thinking, I'm, I better make my own plans, uh, backup plans. Which leads me to when he was talking with Summer later on in the in the game room or the chess room. Um, he's clearly trying to make a final two with Summer. She's not buying into any of it. Um, he gave her a pitch and told her what they talk about has to stay between the two of them only. Um, he tries to say to her that he trusts her and if she trusts him to let him know and they will do this. <laughs> and I don't blame Summer for not agreeing to this. She told him, hey, I have trust issues. And then she began to walk out the door. <laughs> oh, in that moment, I felt Summer. I know she wanted to say more, but she maintained. Um, she gave him a hug. Everything was nice. You know, she wasn't rude or anything, but it was funny. She was like, well, I have trust issues. <laughs> Uh, basically that's a no. Um, and it also shows that she's not easily, easily manipulated. She's a smart girl too. Right. And I guess that smarty, you know, remember the Alliance smarty, it was summer and Marty. It it was never really a real thing, you know? And I like that name smarty, but oh, well, there goes that. All right, you guys, I'll come back tomorrow to share more updates. In the meantime, let's chat it up in the comments. Let me know your thoughts. Um, all right. And that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, and subscribe. You can also leave me a message. Leave me a comment. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a link to leave me a message. So you have to check that out. Yeah, I think I said that backwards this time. I'm going off a of memory. <laughs> um, oh, Wait, before I close out, hold on. I wanted to do one more thing. Let me get my paper. Okay, sorry. I had to go get my little uh, sticky note because I wanted to get some shout outs. I love that you guys are leaving me comments and I just, I don't know. I'm so like excited about this. So I wanted to give a few shout outs. Okay. I always see Kamisha. What's up? Uh, rainbows and black roses. Hello, Joey, Lou, Penelope, and Amy. I always see you guys in the comments. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. And anyone else who would like to comment, please feel free and share. I may give you a shout out, <laughs> but I thought, um, I wanted to just mention that. All right. My name is Danielle and you're listening to my podcast chatter out loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. That's all I have. Thanks again for listening. And I'll talk to you next time.